0: Coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast, I came across something that said I realized that I'm the reason a lot of I, I'm the reason why a lot of stuff happened to me, and I kept letting it continue to happen. And it's like, how is that helping anyone? How is that helpful? Blaming yourself, you know, you can hold yourself accountable without blaming yourself. You can easily switch those words around and say, maybe I didn't know better then, but I know better now. Or you can easily say, I didn't understand the errors of my ways. I didn't understand that those actions would lead to that. But now I see and I can move forward and do better. Or you can say, if you're in a relationship, you can say, okay, I was with someone and I was trusting and hoping that You know, if I gave them a chance, they would change, they would do better, and we can make it work. And you tried with someone, and it didn't work. And you may have given them multiple chances. It didn't work. That doesn't mean that you allowed mistreatment. That doesn't mean that you you were stupid. It doesn't mean that you were dumb. It just means you were trying with someone. And now, if you really want to get to the healing, healing part, you can process and try to understand, okay, so why did I need to give this person multiple chances? What can I do differently? That's accountability. How else do you expect to get to the lesson? You don't get to the lesson by whooping your ass all the way to the lesson and shaming yourself. Shaming yourself is just going to stunt your self-love. Shaming yourself it's also going to make you repeat the same cycle because when you're shaming yourself there's really no love for you in that and if there is no love for yourself if you have no love for yourself and you constantly feel ashamed you're going to constantly think that you deserve the bottom of the barrel treatment simply because you feel ashamed you feel like you're quote-unquote damaged goods. You feel like you shouldn't have better because you're shaming yourself. And accountability, can, if you do it the wrong way, can lead you down a path of just feeling endless shame and beating yourself. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. makes the healing journey a little easier the creator of the i've been that girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the hey girlfriend podcast tune in every thursday to hear conversations that are honest vulnerable empathetic and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach kendall d these conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. And debt, right there is not going to help you hey girlfriends welcome back to the hey girlfriend podcast i'm your host mindset and intuitive coach kendall d back with another episode and sorry i didn't do one last week i know i always say that but you know i'm getting to the point now where I only I think I only really want to record if I'm able to to do a video moving forward and reason being is because I want to stay consistent with the videos because I feel like it gets a lot more traction on YouTube because you know people are looking more for you on YouTube you know you on YouTube and so so not every time I'm, I'm able to record a video because shit comes up but yeah. So, forgive me. I just decided that moving forward, that's the way I want to do it. I would like to try to get a chance to record every week because I want to do a video every week. I'm working my way up to that. I do have to work a job, too. trying to do it all. But I'm I'm getting my mind right. You know? I got a podcast on that coming up, too. About getting back to you. But anyway, this one is going to be about accountability. So just want to clear the air on what accountability is because i feel like just like with a lot of things social media tends to mess things up when it comes to certain words like narcissists they've stretched it out and worn that out that's another story um they stretched and worn out a lot of words and made and misconstrued them to what them to mean now this is not to say that the guy you were saying was not a narcissist i'm saying that just because you had your heart broken doesn't mean there was a narcissist you know and i and i tried to stay away from saying that because i'm like you know what i don't want my girlfriends to get in the mind frame of that because also I want you to know what to look for when dating a good guy. I don't want you to be so wrapped into what a narcissist is. You know what I'm saying? So if you notice, I don't really use that word anymore or say that or title it that anymore. So, yeah, I'm moving away from that. But accountability, I'm seeing it around and it's breaking my heart with how some people are terming accountability to be. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. I got to try to talk to my girlfriends at least and be like, y'all, look, this ain't what it is. And it can help somebody because I feel like a lot of times what can stop you on your healing journey is because you've misconstrued what accountability is. And maybe you feel like that accountability is you blaming yourself or you saying, I let it happen or you saying that I can allow it to continue to happen. Are you saying things like I should have known better? Or are you saying things like... Just anything where it's blaming yourself. Girlfriend, that is not going to help you heal. Talking that way to yourself is not going to help you to move forward. Well, I put it this way. You will move forward. It may take you a long time. But you'll move forward and maybe even fall back into the same patterns. Or... Turn into the people that hurt you. And I don't want that for y'all. And what I mean by you'll turn to the same people that hurt you moving forward with that same mindset. That it was your fault. You did something wrong. And you should have known better. The self-blame cycle that you may tell yourself. And the reason why I'm saying you move forward with like the people and end up being like them. is because you think now that I got to be more savage. You know. I got to make sure that. I show up and be like, you know, tell them off or show up harder or show up meaner or show up, you know, in a hurtful way or show up either closed off or show up, you know, not wanting to open up to someone when that's actually worthy of you opening up to. You know, you may have this wall up and so you're slowly becoming like the people that hurt you and sometimes we don't realize we do that. I know after my breakups, I didn't want to be like that. I still wanted love. And don't ask me how in the hell I learned to process my pain like that. Because I did not see any therapists. I did not read any self-help books. All I can say is it was God, baby. (laughs) That's all I can say. Is that God put this in me to do this from the start. From the time I was a kid probably to the time when i wasn't even thought of he made this plan for me i feel like so that's why i won't let up i may get tired i may get weary but i ain't stopping. but let me not get off track but what i'm saying is i process it. i realized when i came out of it i that i processed it so much differently than a lot of other women have and i was like that's why they're still hurting that's why they still can't cope with it that's why they because you're they're blaming themselves. That's not accountability. You should not make yourself feel worse than what you did when you was in a relationship. I'm gonna tell you what accountability is and how it can help you to heal in the right way. Over here, I do what I like to call soft love. You know, it's the opposite of tough love. It's soft love. And as you all know, if you watch my other podcasts, I am currently working on the book. That's gonna be called Soft Love, and it's just basically a book of essays. It's gonna be a book of essays, quotes, stories, all, all basically my whole healing journey, and, uh, and through everything, not just through relationships, men, and all that, everything, everything that I had to unearth in me and change is gonna be in it. I'm so excited for it. I got it written out in my notes because every time I have a thought... An essay I want to, I want to talk about I put it in there it's like long and I can't wait because it's like the world needs to feel you know I feel like that's my whole purpose is y'all we gotta I you gotta feel <laughs> but over here we do soft love like I was saying and we do soft love by holding yourself accounta- accountable but with compassion with understanding. With patience with self-love all of that and it may be hard to channel those things if you don't really know how I didn't know how but I don't know something in me told me that after my breakups that I wasn't stupid for trying with them I never once called myself names I never once said I should have known better I never once said that you know oh I allowed it it's my fault none of that. I wanted to get down to the root. Like, why? Like, why did I love someone like that so much? What was the reason? You know, I wanted to get to the root of it. The root cause. And I processed it that way. That's accountability. And I'm going to get more into it, of course, as I go along. Just stay tuned because it's going to get... This is... It's going to get... In the feelings. But that's what that's what the healing is. So. Accountability. Is not you saying that. Oh I allowed something to happen. Or. I. It's my fault. Or I should have known better. Because the thing is. When you come out of a situation. It is so easy. To look back. And be like. Dang, I should have known better because you're out of it. So your your mind is renewed and a little different. You're not in it anymore. You're not in love with that person anymore. You're not in that situation. You're out of it. So you can see things a little more clearly. So it's so easy for you to look back and be like, you know what? I, I allowed that to happen. That's my fault. I should have known better. This and that and that and that. I should have known from the first start. I seen that red flag. I should have known. That's my dumb ass fault. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's not how we're going to do it. I want you to stop that. If you find yourself doing that, stop it. Because even if you feel like you're just playing with yourself, your mind doesn't know the difference. Your mind does not feel like that, oh, she's playing, it's not real. You are engulfing that. So if you talk like that to yourself, stop it right now. And I'm going to tell you what you replace it with. Instead of you talking to yourself like that, what you replace it with is understanding compassion trying to figure out your why i made a post recently on my instagram that said basically let's just go and find it oh my gosh excuse my dogs oh my gosh i don't know what they (laughs) i'm trying to talk through them and i might edit this out because i'm about to tell them to shut up (laughs) but i'm trying to ignore them oh my gosh it's late. I don't know what they barking at. And my husband in the shower, so we can't tell him to quiet down for me. I think they're quiet now. Okay. Anyway, I made this quote on my Instagram, my I've been that girl to Instagram. If you don't follow me, follow me. It says The same way you loved him Let me go back. I gotta do the air quotes. The same way you loved him for who he was while he was treating you bad, use that same compassion and understanding on yourself now. Love yourself through your shit. Work to understand why you are the way you are. Love you for who you are and who you're going to become. <laughs> I don't know why I'm snapping. But that just came to me because I'm like, that's, that's what it is. Cause I'm like, I see so many women. I coach so many women that be like, that they can love a man through his shit, but can't love themselves through their own shit. So I'm trying to understand. It's like, think about it, girlfriend. Think, 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 come here, come here, and think about it with me for a minute. If you can love that man through his shit while he treating you poorly, meaning that. While he, you can understand, you know, why he is the way he is. You can understand the childhood he has. You can understand the trauma he has. You can understand why he yells at you sometimes. You can understand why he's not emotionally available. You can understand everything under the sun about this man and why he has the type of behavior he has. But you can't use that same thing on yourself? Yeah, you can. And I do want to say this as well. Maybe you don't believe or know that you have healing to do. It could be that. And that's why I'm like, if you don't realize that you have healing to do or you don't understand where it's coming from or you don't start there and you said start with, I should have known better. It's my fault. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. You start with the self-blame and the self-hatred. If you start automatically with there, you got to think about it. No, baby girl, you got some healing to do. And so instead of you going there, go to, okay, let me try to understand. Why did I love this person through this shit? Or even if it's, let's get out of relationships for a minute. Even if it's something you made a mistake in life, just doing, you know, you can process it and be like, why did I, why did I do it that way? Or you can process it and look at it like, dang, it's a lesson I learned now. Something my mama always did and said we didn't have the best relationship growing up. We do now, but we didn't growing up. But I've always remember her saying things like this whenever she made a mistake. Like, oh I know now. I know better now. Well I know now she'd be like, she'll go shit like that. I like, can just imagine her like doing something. If she breaks something or do something wrong in the kitchen or mess up something. She like, damn it, shit. I never once heard her call herself. You so stupid for doing that to herself. I never once heard her talk like that to herself. Never. She'd be like, Damn. Oh well. That's alright. Or I know better now. And so I think that stuck with me. You know? And I'm trying to remember how she would talk to us when we made mistakes. Little mistakes no matter how she could be really, really brutal with. But when it came to like life mistakes, she was gentle with. It. So we had a balance of both, you know. And I feel like I had <laughs> that was part of my healing journey. Is trying to filter that, you know, filter what was good and filter what was bad. And and I think for me, a lot of my healing of my inner child came with allowing allowing myself to weep, to cry, to grieve, to mourn, to be sad. To just be, to just let it out. A lot of my healing, in my inner child came from that because I wasn't allowed to do that growing up. I talked about that on my previous podcast, Emotional, Am I Emotionally Unavailable Too? So that for me helped me to be able to hold myself accountable in the soft love type of version that I'm talking about. It's because I've always allowed myself to cry and to feel the feelings, you know? It doesn't mean that I stayed in it and stuck it. I think that's what some people are afraid of, that they're going to stay and stuck in it. But it's not. And I also think people feel like that processing things is, is just making an excuse. You know, they feel like that they have to be hard on themselves. And it's either because maybe they were reprimanded for small mistakes or maybe, you know, they, their caregivers or their parents or anyone around them, you know, they were really hard on them and expected a lot out of them. And I feel like when you have a lot expected out of you, like a lot, that can weigh you down. And so when you make mistakes, it's like the end of the world. And so you're going to be hard on yourself because you were always, people were around you were always so hard on you. And... my parents weren't hard on me they weren't soft on me I don't don't know how to describe that I don't know how to describe what it was they were never hard on me they just weren't they wanted me to do well but hard on me, no it was never that I made a mistake, oh you do better next time (laughs) I don't know if that was a good thing or what it's probably, it needs to be a borderline it needs to be like a balance, I would say But I feel like if you grew up feeling like so much was expected out of you, you're going to be hard on yourself every single time. Or if you've seen your caregivers or people you depended on or parents around you doing that, you're going to learn to do that. So you have to stop that right there and almost go back to your inner child and think about how she would have felt. You know, what would she have done? Because I feel like that's where it all started, but we, who we really are becomes blind spots that we can't no longer see or understand because we were taught that, oh, it's not okay to be that way. You know, put that up. That ain't how you're supposed to do. And I feel like that's where a lot of it comes from. And so that steps into accountability, the quote-unquote accountability, and here you are being hard on yourself because... You feel like you should have known better. But I want to say this like it is okay that you didn't know better. It's okay that you learn afterwards. It's okay you learn from your mistakes. You know, it is it is okay that you make a mistake. It's growth in that. It's it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you, that you did something bad or that you're a bad person. You can't take it to mean that. You have to look at it as that you are human. You know, you're not a machine. You're not a robot. You know, you are human. And you got to humanize yourself again. And I think some of us have gotten off track with that. And I think social media has painted accountability in a very bad light. And it makes me weep for people that read it and come across it. Because I came across something that said I realized that I'm the reason a lot of I I'm the reason why a lot of stuff happened to me and I kept letting it continue to happen. And it's like how is that helping anyone? How is that helpful? Blaming yourself. You know, you can hold yourself accountable without blaming yourself. You can easily switch those words around and say, I, maybe I didn't know better then, but I know better now." Or you can easily say I didn't understand the errors of my ways. I didn't understand that those actions would lead to that. But now I see and I can move forward and do better. Or you can say, if you're in a relationship, you can say, okay, I was with someone and I was trusting and hoping that, you know, if I gave them a chance, they would change, they would do better and we can make it work. And you tried with someone and it didn't work. And you may have given them multiple chances. It didn't work. That doesn't mean that you allowed mistreatment. That doesn't mean that you you were stupid. It doesn't mean that you were dumb. It just means you were trying with someone. And now, if you really want to get to the healing, healing part, you can process and try to understand, Okay, so why did I need to give this person multiple chances what can I do differently? That's accountability. That is how you take control of your life and of your healing journey, not blaming yourself. So you can easily take that situation and sit with yourself in it, and like almost like you hug yourself. You know what? Actually, hug yourself. I remember doing it, sitting down in a tight in a tight ball, just rocking in the middle of my bed, just crying my eyes out, crying like. Oh my gosh, like crying like no tomorrow, begging and pleading to God, like take the love of half of this man out of me, begging and pleading. And then after that, I remember I just got to process it. I didn't fully understand like I do now about why I went through all that and why I was stuck in the situation because this was like over 10 years ago and The words like narcissist and the words like um, gaslighting, anxious attachment. That wasn't really big on Instagram and the internet like that. I knew a little bit about narcissism. And I remember I looked it up trying to understand my ex. Like I knew something was wrong with him there. I knew it. But I thought that since I understood him, that I could help him through it. And maybe I could have. That's another thing I want you to realize is that you can be a healing space for someone. I'm not saying to go out there and pick the worst of the worst and try to make it work. I'm saying that in a healthy relationship, there is going to be a time where people have to hold space for you. Your partner will have to hold space for you to heal through the rest of your shit that you didn't know existed until you got into the healthy space. And you have to hold space for them and you all will heal together. And it's a beautiful thing. It's when that person knows their issues, they're self-aware, and they're trying to work on it. And when they get with you and you hold them accountable for it and tell them how it made you feel or you speak on it, they're open to it like, wow, I see that what I'm acting, how I'm acting is a problem for real. And then you heal together because it happened with me and my husband and our relationship in the beginning. I wouldn't say we like fight, we fought, and it was not a bad relationship, but I remember we had some some disagreements and things. And I remember pointing out things to him, and he changed them though. He worked through them. He realized, okay, yeah, I see where I'm going wrong, and he worked through them. I mean, that was in the very beginning. We didn't none of those same problems at all. And the same with me. I worked through my shit. He pointed some, th- he didn't even point things out at me. He probably didn't even understand what it was, but seeing his reaction someone i care about and love seeing their reaction to how i'm behaving hurting them made me want to go within and say damn what am i doing you know this is a good person by the time i realized they were a good he was a good man i'm like what am i doing what is going on like what the fuck and i was like something got to change and that's what I get to processing. Even that's holding myself accountable. You know, I didn't quite understand what it was or where I was going wrong. But now looking back, I realized it was my codependency still coming up. My anxious attachment still coming up. Some trauma still coming up that I had in my emotional unavailability coming up to where I was afraid to be vulnerable and afraid to express myself. So I would resort to other ways of doing it. And it would just cause an argument, a big, big fight between me and him. And he getting mad at me. I'm getting mad at him. And it was just like, okay, like, some got to give what is going on. And I realized that he want me to just open up and tell him. Like, I can come to him and approach him and say, hey, I need you. I need this from you. I don't like how this is going on. Bam. But see, I wasn't used to that. So I didn't know how to do it. And I wasn't used to doing it that way. So that's what I'm saying. You're, there's going to be space having to be held for that person and vice versa. So what I'm saying is to go back to what I'm saying about being with your ex and holding space for them. You weren't totally crazy to do that. It was nothing wrong when you were trying with someone, for seeing the best in someone. You know, it wasn't, you weren't wrong for that. And I want you to forgive yourself for that, for trying with someone. Now, moving forward, you'll know when to stop trying. That's what I learned. I learned what I can work with, what I can try with, and what I can't. What I can hold space for and what I can't. That's accountability too. And so, I started to understand how that worked. And I'm like, okay. I knew even when I was giving him a chance. That it was 50-50. That's the thing. With my ex, I mean. I knew my ex that it was a 50-50 chance that it could either go really well or either go really bad. But, I'm like, I'm willing to try because I love this person. And... You're not dumb, stupid, or crazy for that. You're not. I need you to forgive yourself for that. I need you to forgive yourself for trying with someone. You know? Holding yourself accountable doesn't have to be you beating yourself up. Doesn't have to be about you calling yourself dumb or stupid for doing that. You know? that It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to open up and try to love someone. And try that. And And honestly, how else are you going to learn that I didn't learn what I needed, what I wanted, what was important for me until I, you know, until I went through those bad relationships. It's not like I just woke up one day and like, okay, yep, this is what I want. I learned from that. That's accountability, girlfriend. That is accountability. That's (laughs) that's accountability. Not saying I was stupid for trying. Not saying I tolerated, I allowed it to happen. Ugh. Oh, I just cringe seeing so many posts of that. You know? Cause even let's just let's play devil's advocate. Even if you were in it and you knew that it probably wasn't gonna work out, or you knew that they were hurting you previously and you still tried. It's okay. Even if you knew all of those things. It still wasn't you allowing it. It still wasn't you just allowing yourself to be hurt. They did it. And you were trying to do the right thing and love them. And it didn't work out. And it is okay. You know? It is totally okay. I just want you to understand that it is okay to try love with someone. And it was okay that you tried. And I want you to move forward with accountability being you learning to understand yourself more. You learning to hold space for you. You learning to get to the root of your own trauma. You learning how to be sensitive with yourself, how to be emotionally available with yourself, how to be empathetic with yourself. You know, that's that's what leads to the self-love. If you if feel like you ever have a problem with self-love, that is why. Because you won't allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself. You won't allow yourself to go there. You're beating yourself up too much instead of trying to understand you more. And it's like, you don't have to be so damn hard on yourself. Even if you feel like people were hard on you growing up and around you, I want you to change that and think about your inner child. You know, sometimes going back to her, it's the it's the way we can hold compassion for ourselves because you're imagining yourself as that child that was maybe being yelled at or maybe being told called names. Or maybe, not even that, you may have had, you know, generally healthy parents. Maybe they just expected so much out of you that it weighed heavy on you. When you just wanted to just be, you know. And so, try to go back there. And hold compassion for yourself that way. And I promise you it feels better and it helps you to get through i think sometimes we become afraid that holding too much compassion for ourselves will make us weak or will mean we're trying to make excuses for ourselves because it's funny because a post that one of these posts that i was talking about where they were talking about accountability all wrong just really just uh, It was triggering. And a lot of people in the comments were triggered about it. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, my goodness. this was a minute ago. But I made a comment to where I said... Oh, here it is. It says... This post says... Maturing is realizing you allowed it, and that's why it continued. And... I don't feel totally, like, uh, about that because I get it. But I switched it in the comment. Got a lot of likes. I wasn't wasn't expecting it. But I switched and I said, or how about you didn't understand what was happening? You weren't aware you were being manipulated. And then someone said, correct. Literally, my therapist told me this last week. and And I'm like... What a way to gaslight someone. What a way to. Like I get it. But I think maturing is just realizing that. You weren't maybe your best self then. Or realizing that. You didn't know what you know now. That's maturing. It's not necessarily saying you allowed it. No you didn't allow it. You know. I just don't like that. So, don't talk to yourself that way. Don't treat yourself that way. Because I know for damn sure you wouldn't. I hope you're not talking to your friends like that. Or your kids like that. You know? That's not how you would treat and talk to someone that made a mistake or that was in a bad relationship. My friends never touched me. Not to my face, at least. (laughs) You know? They were just nothing but there for me and trying to understand me through it and you got to have people that that's ready to be compassionate too around you that also helps people that are holding space for you and your feelings all of them and so i want you to do that that's uh, that's what i just read maturing is realizing you allowed it and that's what and why i continue it's not accountability that's not all accountability is and i mentioned that and then some. Uh, the comment that i said Someone came back at me. It was like, oh, what a way to lack accountability. And I said, no. That's not me lacking accountability. That's me having self-compassion for myself and understanding where I went wrong and moving forward, doing better. And then they came back and said, oh, yeah, that's good. Good for you and your growth. Of course it is. Because it's like, how else do you expect to get to the lesson? You don't get to the lesson by whooping your ass all the way to the lesson and shaming yourself, shaming yourself is just going to stunt yourself. Love shaming yourself. is also going to make you repeat the same cycle because when you're shaming yourself, there's really no love for you in that. And if there is no love for yourself, if you have no love for yourself and you constantly feel ashamed, you're going to constantly think that you deserve the bottom of the barrel treatment simply because you feel ashamed you feel like you're quote-unquote damaged goods you feel like you shouldn't have better because you're shaming yourself and accountability can if you do it the wrong way can lead you down a path of just feeling endless shame and beating yourself up and debt right there is not going to help you It's okay to be disappointed in yourself. It's a difference. It's okay to be disappointed in your decision. It's okay to feel that. But something I like to tell anyone that's going through that, and the women I coach, I tell them, instead of you going down that path of self-blame, shaming yourself, why don't you instead add truth to it? Add what's real to that, and the truth is you're not stupid, you're not dumb, you're not a fuck up you're not you're none of those things that's not the truth the truth is okay, maybe for example, the truth could be if you found yourself let's say let's make an example let's say you got into a car wreck. You know, and you made it out okay, but it was like a little fender bender, a car wreck. And you come out calling yourself a a fuck-up. Oh, I fucked up. I screwed up. How in the hell did I have that car wreck? How in the hell did I run to the back of them? You call yourself all kind of names. That's not the truth. Why don't you look at it and be like, okay, what if the truth is I did wake up late and I was rushing for work? I can maybe wake up earlier and not have to rush and and feel so pressed for time. Or you can be like, you know, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep lately. Or I did have a lot on my mind. Or I did just get into an argument with my boyfriend. You know, the truth. And so that's in any situation. I like to help people get to the truth of the matter. Not that surface level where you just feel like, you know, you're just the worst of the worst. That's going to keep you in an endless loop. And so you're getting to the truth of what it is and why it happened. Why? Why? You get to get into your why. And sometimes there won't always be a why. Sometimes it can just be things just happen and it didn't work out. But it's getting to the truth of it. So that's what I want you to think about accountability. It's the truth of it is not you calling yourself those names. It's not you shaming yourself. The truth is, okay. You know, like me, and, like me and my relationships, my past relationships. The truth was for me was that, okay, I did see my parents in a very toxic relationship growing up. They didn't have the best relationship. The truth is, you know, I did really want love bad because I didn't get the love I needed growing up. The truth is, what are my truths? There's so many and I and I fear that a lot of people take their truths to mean I'm making excuses, and it's not making an excuse. It's understanding. So that you can do better moving forward. That's what it is. So. What I want you to take away from this podcast. Is that accountability is getting to your truths. And owning your truths. The actual term. The actual definition. I mean for accountability. Is taking, respons- taking responsibility. I looked it up. Let me look it up again. The fact or condition of being accountable. Taking responsibility. That's basically in a nutshell what it means. And so, taking responsibility can be you just owning your truths. owning the truth of why you may have done what you've done. Why you were in it the way you were in it. You know? That's accountability. Don't let social media lead you astray or put you down this shameful path. Like what I just read about you maturing this realizing that you allowed it to continue to happen. It may help some people that may not have these layers and layers and layers of trauma like a lot of us in this community do. But for someone like, like a woman, like women like us, it could be very triggering and victim shaming. For someone that maybe, you know, you know, probably knew what it was. I don't know how to put it. It may not be as triggering for them. But it never should be you blaming yourself like that. So. Take away from this. What your truths are. Journal it. Or think about it. If you don't journal. Sometimes my journal is in my mind. I'll be honest. And just think about it. You know. What are my truths? And when you come out of a situation. Or you make a mistake or something. think of, Sit down with yourself. Hold space for yourself. And be compassionate with yourself. Like, okay, so what are my truths? Like, what is it really? Like, what's what's what was the reason for me doing this? And then, let's say if you have hurt someone with the truth of yourself that you didn't quite understand. Let's say if you get to that and you realize. Like, say if you lashed out at someone. Let's say you lashed out at someone that you care about and you know they didn't deserve it. But you were in a space. Holding yourself accountable would be, you know, damn, I lashed out because of this. Or this is what I'm really feeling. It wasn't really them. I should have done it that way or something like that. It's not calling yourself stupid dumb or none of that. It's like realizing like, okay, damn, this is what was really going on. And then it's going to that person and expressing it to them, you know? Expressing the truth of the matter because I've had people I care about lash out at me. Someone really close to me did that. And it's like I forgave them that same day. But am I still am I am I back in that space with them? I can't be because they're not there yet. You know, they don't fully understand why they did what they did. I do, but they don't really. They're not able to get that vulnerable and the whole that space for them yet. They're not there yet. And it's hard to have a connection and a conversation with someone that isn't quite there yet. So I had to accept it. Like, I know, but they don't. And that's kind of like going back to, like, the toxic relationships that you find yourself in. You can know exactly why they're acting the way they're acting and know what they need to heal and all of that. But if they don't know, and if they ain't willing to change, ain't nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about that. But just know and move it along with the knowledge you know and it's like this person in my life they're close to me they once were close to me like i know i know one one of these days we can maybe have the real conversation but i'm not willing to go there and have the conversation with someone that's not quite there yet if someone that hasn't really gotten to that part of their journey of their accountability and to be honest y'all some people will never get to that place some people will never be able to hold themselves accountable like that because they may be too weak to do so and when I say too weak I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone for being weak in that because it's okay to be weak sometimes it's just that sometimes some people are just so stuck in that and they may be shaming themselves already they may feel bad and ashamed of themselves already and you don't ever know it and see it. Cause they may not be vulnerable enough to share the shame, deep shame they feel for themselves. Kinda like how you think about the textbook narcissists, how they um cover up all their shame and hurt and abandonment wounds and trauma with like all of these illusions of grandeur, you know. They just cannot get to that place to where They can hold themselves accountable like that because it hurts them too much. They're too weak to go there. And there's nothing you can do with that. Nothing. If someone's not willing to meet you halfway, ain't nothing you can do about that. You can know all day long what it is and what they need to do. But if they don't, just move it along. Move it along. Okay. But that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. As always, you can check me out on I'veBeenThatGirl.net. Everything's there. And new books coming soon. I'm working on it. I've made a promise to myself. I'm doing it. I've seen the Beyonce Renaissance film. And I am renewed. My friends on talked Me Up. Y'all have talked me up. These books coming out next year. They are. Because... Let me stop saying it. and Just do it. You know what? Let me just stop saying it. But I'm feeling like I'm back on track. I found my way back. Yeah. I think that's going to be my next episode. Finding your way back to you. Yeah. Alright. That's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one. Peace out.